Warning, the Our Voice podcast contains explicit language and may not be suitable for listeners of all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everybody, to United Not Silence, the Our Voice podcast. Uh, I'm Anthony Montarulo. I'm the head of video content here at Our Voice. I'm joined by uh, my favorite co-host, Adrian Higgins. Hi. Hey. And uh, also the Clint Eastwood of the Our Voice organization, apparently, Sam Ronan. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> off my podcast. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Great. A little less crotchety than usual. We'll see if we can change that. (laughs) Not too many happy stories today. Um, So let's dive right into it, because um, the Democrats uh, blew another election that was imminently winnable, that they were leading in, that they poured money into, uh, and... uh, they seem to still be clinging on to their terrible messaging and their terrible strategy, even after losing with that strategy again. So I just want to read you uh, a story here from The Guardian that kind of uh, recaps uh, the election in Georgia's 6th District. Uh, Left-wing Democrats say John Ossoff's loss shows massive failure of party elites. <clears throat> Uh, progressives have branded John Ossoff's loss in uh, Georgia's special congressional election a massive failure for, establish- for establishment Democrats that illustrates the need for left-wing candidates in the 2018 midterms. Uh, Ossoff lost to Karen Handel in Georgia's 6th congressional district on Tuesday night in the most expensive house race in history. Uh, although the, By the way, I want to put that in context. This is the most expensive house race in history by far. This is only for one year. This is a special election. This seat is up again in 2018. So they yeah. poured all this fucking money into this campaign for one year's worth of probably do nothing because they're in the minority anyway. It was just all about messaging for them. So, but let me, I'll, I'll go, we'll go, I'll go through the article and we'll talk about it. Um, although the district is traditionally Republican, Democrats had hoped to pull off a shock win inspired by a backlash against Donald Trump. Because uh, we see how well that's worked out so far. But Ossoff's defeat uh, provoked immediate soul-searching. One Democratic congressman said on Wednesday that the party leadership, quote, owes us an explanation for the loss. Key figures in the progressive movement said Ossoff has lo- had lost because he ran a, quote, republican light campaign instead of a- embracing progressive values. You know, like the, the values that his party is supposed to be espousing but if you leave with your values you win (laughs) so apparently Uh, it matters what those values are yeah uh so there (laughs) i'm not surprised i knew he would lose said winnie wong uh, who co-founded people for bernie an independent activist group 
with more than a million supporters. Uh, she also organized the People Summit, and you know, Sam. Uh, did you get a chance to see her there? Or you didn't. She was. She was probably doing a million things. So you probably didn't run into her, right? Yeah, I didn't actually get any FaceTime with her. I think I saw her like doing something, but that was about it. Yeah, but it was awesome. Awesome event. Really successful. So uh, she's doing a yeah. great job with the organization and all that. Um, so. Uh, my. Uh, Quote, my feeling on the on the failure of this campaign goes back to the way that the Democratic Party prioritizes the needs of the consultant class rather than listening to what the voters want. Ossoff's campaign raised twenty three point six million with a substantial amount coming from out of state individual donors represent. <laughs> by the way, I don't know if you guys saw it, the night before the election, he was holding a fundraising dinner for like Hollywood donors only for Hollywood donors. Show you how out of touch this this fucking party is. <laughs> hey, I tell you what though, if we could invite like uh, Emma Watson and Lady Gaga and a couple of like the other more outs like Colin Kaepernick, I would Colin totally, Kaepernick, yeah, absolutely. I would say um, Emma Watson's probably a little Ashton, more neoliberal. Ashton but. Kutcher and well, Emma Watson's also British, okay. But the point is, there are actual activists in Hollywood. Excuse me, Emma Watson's could, a wizard. I don't know what you're talking about, but. <laughs> Um, she's technically a witch. Okay. No, that's no, not true. She's the, technically yeah. a wizard in the book. They don't, they don't, they don't, they, they don't gender sir, specify in the book. Sir, yes, they do. Witches and wizards. They absolutely do. I've read them. So I was there. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to, we need a, we need a research person. We'll look this up later, but, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of actual progressive, uh, activists people like mark ruffalo and um rosara dawson who's one of my favorite people in the world so i'm sure we could try to reach out to them uh but where was i oh yeah so yeah he had a yeah that's how out of touch this party is that he had a literally and when i say hollywood i don't mean like actors i mean just like rich people from hollywood you know nancy pelosi's friends because this was totally her baby this whole thing um so his uh Campaign raised $23.6 million, with a substantial amount coming from out-of-state individual donors, representing an enthusiasm for his efforts nationally. I don't know that I would phrase it that way, but uh, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the DCCC, uh, contributed millions more in a race that Democrats pushed as a referendum on Trump's presidency. Wong said he didn't have a core progressive message, and that is ultimately why he lost. The Democratic Party could spend a hundred million and he would still lose <laughs> because he didn't stand for anything. Uh, that's that's probably true. Uh, this is a massive failure of the DNC leadership. They enabled the same old patterns and the same old way of doing things. It was a reentrenchment. It was like Act Two of 2016. Georgia's sixth congressional district is traditionally Republican. The previous incumbent, Tom Price, won by 23 percentage points in 2016. But in the presidential election, Trump carried the affluent Atlanta suburb by just over one percentage point, giving the Democrats hope of an upset. So before I continue reading, I just want to point out, Hillary actually did better in this district than John Ossoff. They poured $23 million into this stupid race, and Hillary actually did better than him. That's how bad his fucking campaign was. I mean, if anything, though, it gives me hope that um, with an actual campaign based around actual platforms and beliefs that are actually contrasting to, say, I don't know, the Republican Party, that that campaign could potentially win. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and you know, there's still more of the article, but did you guys see that campaign ad he had where he was, like, just standing in front of buildings and being like, you know, we, we have the CDC, is it? Like, he literally was just, like... It was so boring. Oh, my God, it was so bad. It wasn't about anything. He just showed a bunch of buildings. He was like, oh, the no, CDC so leads boring. innovation, and we have... It literally was just, like... It, it felt like, like, a, like, come to Silicon Valley. We have, you know, tons of room for investment and growth. Like, there was no... That's supposed to really win voters over. Who get who, who does that appeal to? Donors. And if it's so innovative there, why is my friend sexually harassed so bad at the CDC that she had to leave that job? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oof. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so, Ossoff's campaign focused on relatively standard issues such as government waste and revitalizing Atlanta's economy. Uh, while the candidate repeatedly criticized Handel's political record and previous efforts to cut funding to Planned Parenthood, uh, Wong said this represented a missed opportunity. If you look at his platform, he didn't talk about single-payer health care. Uh, he didn't speak about free college or student debt, she said. Uh, as a 30-year-old, imagine how much appeal he could have held with millennials. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, he, he he's a millennial, and he didn't even mention student debt or anything, or free college, or, or anything that would actually help people. But, but do millennials even vote? Are they even, like, a major voting block? Like, <laughs> are they even important? Apparently, not to not to the, the party orthodoxy. Apparently, they just ignored the fact that Bernie got more millennials to turn out to vote uh, than... He got, I'm sorry, he got more votes from millennials than either Trump or Clinton in the primaries. Well, wait a second. But what combined, did combined. But uh, what did Bernie do differently? Talk about actual progressive policies? Huh. I wonder <laughs> if there's something to that. I don't know. I think it's probably just a coincidence. But, um, so, uh, Tom, oh, our buddy Tom Perez. Oh, my God. <laughs> you with the money? Yeah. <laughs> Captain Transparency. Uh, Tom Perez, the Democratic National Committee chairman, traveled to Atlanta to support Ossoff, and the uh, DCCC spent $5 million backing uh, that was absent from the campaign of progressive Democrat James Thompson in a, Kansas, in a Kansas special congressional election in April. They wouldn't give James Thompson $20,000 to do a fucking mailer, but they're giving John Ossoff $5 million in a district that was equally as winnable, I would say. Um, well, I mean, but here's the thing, and I want to take it back just one step, the $23 million. The $23 million that they spent in, a, in Georgia, they could have spent equally... In all the other uh, uh, special elections, like with Rob Quist, for instance, yeah, they didn't give Quist. And could have actually won. Um, so, Mamita um, Ahmed, a former Bernie Sanders delegate and the founder of Millennials for Revolution, which encourages young progressives to run for office, said that the Democratic establishment's backing of Ossoff showed the party had not learned its lessons of 2016. Uh, based on how you spend and how you allocate your resources is how you define the larger Democratic Party and its strategy, Ahmed said. It's like saying we care more about this district and winning than actually being a party that reforms itself and championing working class people and working class issues. Having Ossoff there wouldn't have done anything. The district That district is affluent. Uh, we should be spending time on building leadership and committing to being the party that helps the poor. On that race, uh, their strategy showed a lack of understanding of people who are suffering. We can't put winning over helping people in other states and other races. Aside it's from like, that... No, oh, yeah, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, I mean, 
That sounds oddly familiar to some, you know, jackass on CNN who ran for DNC chair. Like, <laughs> crazy. Taking it, it, care it's of people. So, it's so common sense that, like, it, it baffles. Uh, it's uh, too obvious, apparently. Aside, we need to, what we need to do is make it more complicated. <laughs> uh, aside from that, Ahmed agreed with Wong on the reason for Ossoff's loss. He's not in favor, not in favor of single-payer health care. He's not outspoken on campaign finance reform, Ahmed said. Why would I, as a Republican, vote for someone who isn't a Republican but still has the same values as a Republican? Ah. Uh, that's a great question. Um, so I want to uh, just tell you real quick. So Karen Handel ran on a platform of opposing single-payer health care, uh, reducing government spending, not raising taxes on the rich, bringing jobs and innovation to uh, Atlanta by cutting regulations, Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. That was uh, John Ossoff's platform, actually. Karen Handel ran on almost an identical platform, and you wonder why he didn't fucking get votes from the left. Like, it's it's unbelievable to me that these people still think that this strategy wins when we've seen that you lost to the least fucking popular candidate of all time and of, of li the lowest approval rating of any candidate in presidential history, in, in electoral history. You lost well, him with I mean that bullshit strategy, and they're still trying it. It's Against not even logical. It's like, Adrian, like if, if you had a choice between a red apple and a green apple and all you really wanted was apples, like you would just go for the one that you like the most and that you're used to eating, whatever one that might be. Yeah. We need to actually compare apples to actual it, it, freaking oranges. It would be like if the green apple was like, look, I have a red tinge to me. And you're like, no, you're, but you're not as red as the actual red apple, so I'm just going to eat apple. the red apple. Well, they taste different. First of all, apples make me puke right now. I can't eat apples. But you know, I tried to use something that because it was healthy. And you like all that healthy, like food. That's the only healthy food Sam knows. He's like, oh, I don't know, fucking apples or something. What about uh, what was Kale? that thing I made you have that was a big deal? To you was it soy milk or almond milk? That was like, oh my god, the milk. almond milk. You yeah. never had yeah. almond milk? Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, this motherfucker never had almond milk before. What? Yeah, how do you milk a nut? <laughs> <laughs> you don't you extract it all i know is my favorite vegetable is steak and it grows on the cow tree <laughs> oh my god hey, you have steak in space all right <laughs> yeah. fair enough but yeah so well did you hear chris murphy because chris murphy's coming around yeah, I know, and I he he, oh. he actually among those those Democrats is slightly better, although he's about fifty fifty, you know, siding with them. But he yeah, he, he's in between. Yeah, he's he's definitely in between. But yeah, yeah, I saw him the other day. What did he he said? Um, look, like nobody gives a shit about Russia. He didn't say nobody gives a shit, but he yeah. was saying essentially people don't care about Russia. Like I go home and my you know he's like I go home and. I ride the bus in my district, which I totally don't fucking believe for a second. But he says, I, you know, I go home and I talk to people in my area, and they, they're not talking to me about Russia. They're talking to me about jobs, about health care, about education, about things that actually yeah. affect them. You know, like, it, it's just... Well, he knows how to get elected, doesn't he now? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah. But, but what he's saying is right. I mean, people don't give a shit about this. They want... No, he, yeah, he said they got to start learning. He's like, the Democrats need to learn. We need to change our strategy. He did say that. Yeah, we can't just be not a party of not Trump. Because... No, you can't pull up Tom Perez and say, oh, well, we, we have thousands of elections. We can only, we have to pick and choose, even though there was only 10 this year, and then pour all the money into one. Yep. Are you kidding me? They put all their eggs in one basket. By the way, 
They have so much fucking money. They have so I know. much money. It's insane. But of course, we don't know exactly how much because they're super. You know, Captain Transparency Tom Perez apparently doesn't believe in actual transparency because there's no <laughs> well, transparency. <laughs> but that's his. But that's. I thought we were leading with those values. We are. So if he says it, it must be true. <laughs> but uh, but they don't have any actual transparency as to the budget, which is one of the things Nomiki uh, keeps bringing up because she's on the Unity Reform Commission with the DNC. So she really is trying to get them to open up their books, so to speak, and audit the DNC and show. Because at the well, very least, we could see where all their money is coming from and maybe why they're supporting things like maybe not banning fracking. And, you know, putting up fucking oil lobbyists to run the party and uh, uh, for the party chair and like things like that. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, I think no, Mickey, or rather, I think Keith Ellison having an actual role within the party is more likely to happen than no, Mickey succeeding in getting them to audit themselves. I don't think either of those two things are going to happen. <laughs> that's that's my point. <laughs> Alex yeah. is so quick to like sell out, though. Oh so my god! Oh, I'm did sure you see he'll... him? Did you see him with Neera Tandon the other day? No. Oh, he was like on her podcast or some shit, and he's like, "Oh, you're doing oh. great." You, I know. He's like, "Oh, you're you're hitting the republic. You're, you're kicking the shit out of Republicans every day." Some, he was like kissing well, her I ass. Yes, Trump sucks. Is that what she talks about? Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Big shocker. We know Trump sucks. He's an idiot. We get yeah. it. He's totally incompetent. This party's this party's fucking horrible. I, I really I, like. I know we're trying to 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 win within this party. I, I, I question whether or not the party's salvageable. But I, I I think what we've talked about a lot is at this point, it's not that we're trying to salvage the party. It's that we're trying to take the party over and move these oh. people aside. What if it's they do even... Iron Stash? What if they screw him over financially? Then I'm out. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm just so weary of everything that happens now with the party because it, it is a little weird to me that Joanne Reed already had him like on her show, like te- like two days after he announced. I just I do wonder a little bit about. I, I'll I'll reserve judgment until I see his platform. He sounds great, and in interviews he said like, "Oh yeah, I support moving towards single payer healthcare." So, if I see his platform and he says he supports single payer healthcare, that's great. If he has wording in there that sounds like John Ossoff's wording about uh, single payer healthcare, then uh, let's. We'll, we'll, well, we'll... I will defend him, even if I have to say, even if he's a little bit neoliberal, mm-hmm. he's going to get rid of Paul Ryan. That's true. That's no, I mean, so it, important. Absolutely, absolutely. I would take Hillary Clinton over Paul Ryan. As gross as that, what I just said is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I no, I agree. I agree. Uh, Paul Ryan is just a menace. You know, he's yeah, really no, he is. dangerous. He's, he's, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, they set, they set $23 million on fire, um, because they yeah. ran a campaign with no message whatsoever. Uh, and it, I mean, it's just crazy to me. He, his, his big things were like, he, he, he said repeatedly, I would not support any system that moves towards a single payer healthcare system. Uh, I want to cut government, wasteful government spending. And uh, I would not raise taxes even on the rich. That's yeah. that's a fucking Republican. That's a Republican. That's not a even Republican a moderate. Like gay people. Yeah. That's well, just... wait a second. Wait a second. If we just give more money to rich people, all right, now hear me <laughs> out. Now hear me out. If rich people in rich companies have more money, they'll invest. 
Yeah, it, trick, it trickles yeah, down on us like, like, like this. That's, 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 the, that's the economic uh, strategy, right? Is it trickles no, down? No, I think Sam this? is right. He, they'll invest in the Cayman Islands, you know? <laughs> they do. Those Cayman Island jobs, all like 12 of them, I mean, they need our support, our trillion, our two and a half trillion dollars of American earned finances that we work seven dollars an hour that, that guy who maintains the cayman island office you know sitting there with like two coconuts next to him just so they can say <laughs> they have a presence in the cayman islands he needs that job i mean guys come on yeah because otherwise he wouldn't be able to have the two coconuts on the beach with him oh by the way i don't know if you guys saw this did you see john ossoff's concession speech no was it platitude well, it was <laughs> oh, obviously it was super platitude I, I thought i was crazy i thought like he he had kind of like like a like a like an like a like almost like a black accent basically. And I was like, oh maybe. What? Well, I was like, well no. So I was like, oh maybe he just grew up like in a in like a an area like around like a lot of black people. He just for whatever reason tried to appropriate that. Maybe he's like kind of like an Eminem situation. But, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, I thought that, but then I listened to him speak elsewhere, and he didn't talk like it. And then people started saying he was imitating Obama in his concession speech with his cadence. Oh and I was like, oh, my God, he's so fucking he's such a robot. He's such a fucking Terminator robot that he actually was. And I went back and watched it. And, and it was amazing to see. He literally was imitating Obama with his concession speech. Like, oh, my God, I have to listen to that. Really blatantly. I, like, I now, feel, let me be clear. Remember, clear. We cannot afford to continue these platitudinal speeches with the deflection and cadence of a very charismatic man. I was saying, yeah. it's not enough. If it's not a good idea, why are you doing it? <laughs> I was saying, uh, yeah, but no, but, but Asaf was doing it for real. It was, it was unbelievable. Uh, so I was saying, I think I was saying to Max last week, Asaf is really like, you know that scene in Terminator where like they have all the Terminators coming off the, the assembly line? <laughs> It would be like if that thing instead cranked out like centrist Obama clones in different colors, sizes, and shapes. Like that's Asaf, I think, would be the first, you know, the T one thousand coming off of that. Obama line. had more charisma, though, you know. Yeah, that's did you true. Hear, by the way, did you hear like how? First of all, everybody was blaming Nancy Pelosi, and um, <laughs> how her guy, her spokesman, defended her by saying that she's the best. They're just going after the best fundraiser. He was talking about like how they did incredibly, and I'm just like. No. He actually told the truth by accident about why she actually has her fucking power. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a second. I met Nancy Pelosi, and she was a nice lady who was, you know, surrounded by other nice people, and just happened to have lots of money. You're telling me <laughs> she doesn't leave the Democratic Party in the minority to some sort of success? Or inspirational type grandeur. <laughs> um, yeah, no, not so much. Like her daughter does. Well, her daughter well, I mean, at, least at least pushed for the the um... resolution thirty three. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, speaking of Pelosi, I hang on one second. I just want to see if I can find it. Yeah, isn't she like like the seventh rich person in California, whatever the hell the statistic is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cut this part out. Um... But people like her and Mitch McConnell, I mean, I always say this all the time, they need to retire. Like, if you're past 75 and you've been doing this forever, give somebody else a chance, man. 
getting ridiculous. But and, and yeah, no, I agree. Chucky Schumer. <laughs> and even beyond that, you you you're fucking losers. You lose every fucking race. You've lost eleven 1, hundred seats now in nine years, and you still keep your fucking jobs because you raise a lot of money because you have no fucking backbone. That's why you're in the position that you're in, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, this party is is just corrupt to the core. But uh, yeah, I want to move on to uh, the Republicans a little bit because. They introduced their health care bill yesterday, and uh, surprise, surprise, it's even fucking worse than we thought it would be. <laughs> so, um, I have an article here from NPR that kind of breaks down um, where each type of uh, individual would stand under the old plan, under you know the ACA, under the House bill, and under the Senate bill. Um, so... And this is, you know, pretty preliminary because the bill just came out yesterday because they fucking worked on it in secret and they're trying to rush it to a vote before anyone has a chance to read it or the CBO has a chance to score it. Uh, Senate Republicans on Thursday unveiled their plan to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act, also known as, uh, also known as Obamacare. The long-awaited plan marks a big step forward towards achieving one of the Republican Party's major goals. So, um... And this is just kind of how it affects people in different groups. Uh, for people under 26, the ACA uh, allowed, you know, one of the provisions of the ACA, which was one of the best things about it, was that it allowed people up to the age of 26 to get insurance through a parent's plan or buy independently. Now, because of how popular that was, that actually stays the same through both the House bill and the Senate bill. One of the few things that they actually maintained. Um, and one of the reasons that the the lunatics of the Republican Party actually oppose the bills because it doesn't do away with that. Um, but <laughs> even though like people that age are young, are cheap. I know. We'll we'll, we'll get to the the opposition, but I, uh, so the uh, for adults under sixty five, <clears throat> uh, under the ACA, adults under sixty five can buy insurance on health exchanges with tax credits and subsidies if they meet income requirements up to four hundred percent of the poverty level. Um, which is actually not that high. It sounds like a lot, but it's really not because the poverty level is insanely artificially low in this country, even though everyone's living un under the poverty level. Uh, cost of insurance is based on tobacco. Cost of insurance is based on tobacco use and age. I didn't know that. Uh, with people ne uh, nearing 65 paying no more than three times what the youngest pay. Premiums can't cost more than 9.5% of income. Those with very low or no income qualify for Medicaid. <clears throat> Under the House bill, um, under the AHCA, the House bill, uh, adults under 65 would see tax credits to pay premiums based on age, not income. So it's only based on age. So if you are a 26-year-old tech startup genius who has, you know, $10 billion, you get the same credit that a guy working minimum wage or near minimum wage gets. So that's that's a great system. Um so it's tax credits based on age, not income, and that max out at four thousand dollars, which is fucking nothing in healthcare. Uh, wow. Much, yeah, much less than under the ACA. The oldest people pay, uh, under sixty-five can be charged five times more than the youngest, and maybe more depending on state rules. Medicaid cut after twenty twenty. By the way, keep keep those in mind. All the things that are tacked on to the end of each of these. Uh, Senate draft the Better Care Reconciliation Act. <clears throat> people, adults under the age of 65, uh, the oldest people under 65 would pay five times more than younger people. 
subsidies to help pay for insurance would come would end at incomes of 350% above the poverty level, with adults 59 to 64 paying up to 16.2% of income. Medicaid would be uh, would be cut starting in 2021. Uh, so low-income nursing home residents, uh, so that's uh, you know presumably people over the age of 65 or just elderly, well people with low income. Under the ACA, so wait, Adrian's elderly under this. No, I'm I'm pregnant. Remember, they hate pregnant ladies. Oh so yeah, that's, don't that's, worry, that's, they're that's gonna talk me too. over. Um, so low-income nursing home residents uh, under the ACA. Uh, skilled nursing care covered by Medicare up to 100 days, which is not enough, um, but it's better than nothing. Medicaid is available based on income. Uh, under the House bill, the AHCA, skilled nursing care covered by Medicare up to 100 days. Medicaid services could be cut as states see federal funding decline. So, uh, And then under the Senate draft, the uh, BCRA, that's not, they, they need to find a better name. That doesn't flow at all. Uh, skilled nursing care covered by Medicare up to 100 days. Medicaid coverage for long-term care could be cut uh, as federal payments to states decline. So w when they say could be cut, they will be cut. Because what they're saying is a lot of these things still allow states to opt out. Like the one of the shittiest things about Obamacare, and it was one of the million compromises they made, even though they had a supermajority when they were passing this bill, is that they let states opt out of the Medicaid expansion, which meant that all the red states, just to thump their chest and be like, oh, we're, we're good Republicans, opted out of the Medicaid expansion. Meanwhile, a, a good majority of the Republican Party's base are, are, live, are poor or in poverty, all got fucked over by that because they couldn't get Medicaid when they needed it to cover their you know life-saving treatments. But people with pre-existing medical conditions under the uh, three bills... So uh, pre-existing medical conditions under the ACA, coverage cannot be denied or cost, or cost more. Uh, you know, that's, that was the best thing about the ACA, honestly, is that the, no, no discrimination based on pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Uh, under the House bill, the AHCA, <clears throat> states can get permission to let insurers charge more for some pre-existing conditions and to exclude some people altogether. So no protection for pre-existing conditions is what that means. States would have access to federal money to help those with expensive policies or conditions, but there's no cap in place to stop them from charging them 10 times as much, 50 times as much for having a pre-existing condition. So um, we'd be going back to the way things were. Yeah. yeah. Um, ah. the, the Senate draft, uh, the BCRA, uh, insurance companies would be, would be required to accept all applicants regardless of health status, but the draft bill would let states ask permission to reduce required coverage also called essential health benefits, which would give uh, insurers some discretion over what they offer in the plans and possibly change what they can charge to consumers. <clears throat> so what that's saying is that, much like the Medicaid expansion under Obamacare, this would allow states to opt out of the pre-existing condition, essentially. It would allow them to opt out based on certain parameters, which is not making sure that they cover everyone under pre-existing conditions. So this is not protecting people with pre-existing conditions, even though technically the way it's worded, they can say it is. That everything about this bill is meant to make it look really good for the first three or four years so that they don't get hurt electorally by it in the midterms in the 2020 election. 
Medicaid cuts don't go into effect until 2020 and 2021. Yeah. Hmm, gee, I wonder why the fuck that is. Because what it's going to do is that not only do they get cut, they get eliminated almost. The funding for it gets eliminated. It drops off a cliff. It's, it's, it's so insidious. It's literally just... Uh, it's like what Uber does. It's so fucking predatory. It, they, they, what Uber does is they get people in with when they first start in the city with really high rates for drivers and promises of really good wages and you can make up to $100,000 a year driving for us. And once they build a base of drivers, they fucking slash the rates and everyone's fucked because they can't look for another job because they need to make ends meet by driving 10 times as much as they did before the rates were cut. That's what this bill does. It, it suckers people in into thinking that it's working at first, which it probably will look like it is when it first get, it gets instituted, or at least it won't look much different than what Obamacare looks like. But by 2020, after Trump's re-election at the way the Democrats are fucking going... Um, uh, hold on. First, let me stop you right there. If he makes it that far. Fuck I mean, that. Hey, man. No. I, I, if, if they don't get their Four. shit together, he's winning in 2020. Like, let's be real. No, but Anthony... Guys, they don't think Trump is going to win. That's what I think. They're so stupid. They're so no, but Anthony, think about it. All the shitty stuff is going to happen after 2020, like you're saying. All the funding is going to happen after 2020 and 2021. That means they expect a Democrat to be in office. They're going to let a fucking Democrat eat this. That's that, what I think. Well, that's well, it hedges their bets both ways. Like, what you were saying is true. Or if he does win, it doesn't matter because he's already reelected. They don't give a shit. They just want to make sure that it doesn't hurt their chances in 2018 and 2020. But yeah, you're right. That it, it actually, I think it works for them either way. That's how insidious this bill is. Um, I don't think they expect him to win. They might not. I, but, I mean, the rate the Democrats are going... I mean, I, he's a disaster. He is a, he is a disaster. Uh, if the Democrats run anybody but Hillary Clinton, I think we could fucking win. Even Cory Booker could probably oh, beat him. God, I hope. They, I know, he's gross. I know. Oh, God, did you see his fucking latest publicity stunt? He he marched down to the CBO to demand to see the health care bill while constantly <laughs> tweeting and videoing it and getting press to cover him. He's such a fucking camera whore. It's unbelievable. Oh, so right. why didn't he support Bernie's bill then? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he, he loves it when the fucking cameras are on and when he can tweet out pictures of him with fucking Elmo or whoever he's, you know, taking selfies with. But he doesn't actually... <laughs> Well, you know, he actually did post a picture of himself with Elmo. <laughs> what? He's, I guess so, I need to follow him and see what he's doing. He's, I, I just keep an eye on him. I follow him so I can keep an eye on him. He's such a fucking <laughs> joke. Oh, just like how I watch Bill Maher to keep an eye on him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I follow Trump so I can keep an eye on the crazy... I want, I want to be aware oh, if he if he tweets something that's going to cause like a nuclear holocaust so I have enough time to get to a safe location. Um. Like accidentally yeah, but we out. don't get safe words. We don't get to say pineapple in random places, and then stupidity stops happening in in our country. No. Um, so okay, so there's a couple more categories here. People who go to Planned Parenthood, uh, the ACA, uh, federal programs reimburse for most Planned Parenthood services, and Planned Parenthood provides a lot of free services too, which is why they get federal funding because they provide you know cancer screenings and and. Uh, birth control to people to low-income communities. Planned Parenthood's a fucking great organization. Yeah, well, you know they've had some people at the head of it who maybe you know a little questionable, but their mission is great, and everything that they do in low-income communities is essential because communities like that can't afford to go to the doctor. I mean, you, can, you when you have to choose between going to the doctor 
for you know birth control or paying your water bill or your, or your rent you're going to pay your rent and maybe you're going to have a kid you don't want to have because you don't you know you can't afford birth control like they provide so many essential services it's insane that yeah, we're even having it's this it's not just about birth control i mean when i was in my 20s that was my gynecologist who i used to go to get get annual exams what they call them when you go to the gynecologist once a year uh, when you're a woman you have to go every say uh, every year mm-hmm and they have to poke and prod you a little bit, make sure everything's all right. <laughs> and they do, and no, and yeah, right, you're right. And they do breast cancer screenings. They do all this stuff that uh, that is vital to those communities. So the uh, the ACA, Absolutely. yeah. So the ACA gave a lot of funding, to, uh, you know, provided funding to them. Um, so under the uh, House bill, the AHCA, uh, a one year block will be placed on federal reimbursements for care provided by Planned Parenthood. Which is just—it's uh, bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Uh, it really is because you got to think about it. They're the largest abortion preventer in the country. They really are because people get so much birth control and information and condoms and whatever for low cost from Planned Parenthood. They prevent a lot of abortions. People don't realize that. Yeah, if you're pro-life, you should be—you should be saying, "Look, you should be giving out the birth control." Yeah, you should be. <laughs> No, because they just they just don't they 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 just don't want women to have sex because they never had fucking sex with with women because they're so doughy and old and Glenn, fucking or, white. I'm sorry, women who have actually given their consent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> or that they, they didn't have to pay. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Or drug. Or because they're just such a collection no, of fat, I mean, doughy, fucking gross. You know, yeah, Anthony. White I mean, people. come on. You can tell that they're not pro-life by the way they treat pregnancy. That's true. Yeah. They don't want to help women who want to get pregnant and have the baby. They don't want to help them. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, they so do they fertility wouldn't they, wouldn't they be paying for my pregnancy right now if they were pro-life? Yeah, no. They just care that you can't do what you what you you know yep. what you want to do with your body, and then once the kid's out, it's like fuck the kid. You know, you're on your fucking own. Like you know, you, you know yep. you're on your. So yeah, oh, God. Um, and then people with disabilities. The majority of Medicaid dollars go to people with disabilities. So. These bills that drastically cut Medicaid funding would obviously devastate people with disabilities, that community. It, it would just be absolutely devastated. Um, the Senate proposal is broadly similar to the bill passed by the House Republicans last month, with a few notable differences. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, who has been criticized for drafting the bill in secret with just a dozen Republican Senate colleagues, uh, came out of his uh, shell this morning to say that the proposal which he calls a discussion draft, will stabilize insurance markets, strengthen Medicaid, and cut costs to consumers. Uh, we agreed on the need to free Americans from the from Obamacare's mandates, and policies contained in the discussion draft uh, will repeal the individual mandates so Americans no, are no longer forced to buy insurance they don't need or can't afford, McConnell said. Uh, instead, the bill entices people to voluntarily buy a policy by offering them tax credits based on age and income to help pay premiums. The bill is better designed than the House version, according to Avik Roy, founder of the uh, founder of the Foundation for Research on Equal Opportunity, because it offers more help to older people who can't afford insurance while making coverage cheaper for young, healthy people. Who the, funded that organization? Yeah, the right. Copes? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so the bill would encourage... Uh, the bill will encourage a lot uh, more of those individuals to buy health insurance, Roy says. That in turn, and this is so not true, by the way. Uh, 
this bill actually discourages healthy people from buying insurance. Uh, Roy yeah. says that, yeah, in turn, uh, will make the risk pool much healthier, which will also lower premiums. And the tax credits in the bill will also be better designed. But Caroline Pearson, a senior vice president at the consulting firm Avalare Health, says the bill passes its tax... By the way, they always talk to people, like, they act like they talk to people on both sides of this issue. Where's the guy or, or girl advocating for single-payer health care? There's nobody fucking advocating for that. They talk to a maniac right-winger who clearly wants this bill to pass for financial reasons, or they talk to a fucking consultant from a fucking insurance company who doesn't I want... Know. To, like, what the fuck? Like, this is not two sides. Is, is it? Do you want to talk to this neolib or this neolib? The yeah, right, right winger or the left winger? Like, the neocon or the neolib God. are basically the fucking same thing right now. Yeah, um, exactly. So, uh, so, but Caroline Pearson, a senior vice president at the consulting firm Avalier Health, says the bill passes its tax credits on to uh, on lower quality insurance. So if you're paying a similar percentage of income, you're getting a less generous product under this new plan, she says, which is true. Um the plan keeps some popular parts of Obamacare. Uh, it allows parents to keep their children on the policies until age 26 and requires insurers to cover people with pre-existing conditions. But then it also allows states to opt out of that requirement, which means it doesn't require them to, to keep people with pre-existing conditions. <laughs> That's just bullshit so that they can say, we put it in the bill. It says protection for people with pre-existing conditions. And it also says we're going to opt out of it. But don't read that part. Um the protections around pre-existing conditions are still in place in the Senate bill, but the waiver authority gives states options that could include limiting coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. Why the fuck would there be a waiver authority on that? Because oh my god. It, the this only reason it exists nice things. The only reason that exists is so that they can say we put protections in there for pre-existing conditions, which is bullshit. But they le they technically can say that because they did, but not really. Um so um the yeah, those waivers would allow would, would allow states to drop benefits required by Obamacare, such as maternity coverage, mental health care, and prescription drug coverage. So the, those it, are those are the exact things we need. First of all, we have a pregnant lady on this call who absolutely could help. Not not that I mean, granted, she's in a position to where maybe she doesn't need as much maternity care as some others would, but that doesn't mean help wouldn't be needed or. Welcome. Am I right, Adrian? No. Well, Sam, here's the thing. When you're pregnant, you have to go to the doctor, like, at the, in one point, in your first trimester, every three weeks. Oh and then, you, and second, every every month. Your third, every two weeks. to every, And then at the end, every week. And if you have to go to genetic counseling, like I do, every three weeks. So think about how often I'm going to the doctor. Exactly. And you if, have no support. Have, if I didn't have, well, I have good health insurance because of my husband. But if I was going through my company, I'd be on the fucking exchange. I'd be so screwed oh, right God. now. Yeah, they only they, cover. You'd be paying fifty bucks a copay a visit at least. Anthony, and thank the, goodness for Chucky e. Schumer on this in this respect because you know he's going to protect people here. He will. I'll yeah. Because it'll make him look good. Yeah. But no. Yeah. You're, you're right. It, Medicaid or Medicare or the exchange. He's not going to do it. Um, no. But what I was saying with that is, you know. You added healthcare medications too. Like, I got, I had a vitamin D supplement or whatever. Apparently, I, I don't go out in the sunlight enough. Go figure, right? But you're sitting in your though, fucking back cave right now with no lights on. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, right, I go through the VA and I have TRICARE Reserve Select, which isn't a big deal, right? I mean, it's it's one of the better healthcare that I can get. Yeah. It's still $24 
for a bottle of pills, even vitamin D pills. Well, guess what? I've been unemployed for the past eight months. Now, granted, I just now, knock on wood, got a job, but $24 is $24 freaking dollars. You know what I mean? And that's with good insurance. Now, imagine if I didn't have good insurance. That could have easily been $100 or $200 worth of vitamin freaking D supplements. Which also, Are you kidding me? Which also speaks to a bigger question of why we don't have a jobs program for our veterans, but that's a whole other... <laughs> you know, I mean, that's insane. That's not why I brought it up. I was no, I, mean, I know, but, I but that, but that's a you know, that's it's crazy. But yeah, yeah, it's just... and then don't even get me started on mental health. Apparently, we have too many people failing mental health studies in our law enforcement, beating the ever living shit out of yeah. pregnant people, uh, yeah. disabled well, people. Talk and about... guess what? If you don't have white skin color, yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk. We're gonna talk a little about Philando Castile later, but I just want to uh, get through this health care. Um, both bills would eliminate most of the taxes imposed by the ACA. Uh, and they would bar people from using tax credits to buy policies that pay for abortion and also block Planned Parenthood from getting any money from Medicaid for a year. So Bullshit. This is such bullshit. They, oh my God, this is so fucking, this is, this is the fucking handmaid's tale. Like this, this uh, yep. It really is. Like we were talking That's about. That's what they want. It's absolutely Man. what they want. No, but you know what's funny, Anthony, is and Sam, the, the people that are going to get screwed the worst are, are right-wingers. That's what's the funniest thing about this sure. bill. Rural right-wingers. Like I said, people like Chuck Schumer are not going to cut do the cuts that he can do. Like it, The cuts that are available, he's not going to go for it. But people like Mitch McConnell, in his good old state, his good old red state, he's going to go for it. So it's like the their base and older people was like completely their base. So what are they thinking? So last, okay, so last year, I should you not, I was running for state representative, right? Crazy. But I was having conversations with these two couples. They were sitting in the front of their home in suburbia. I, I mean, I have to paint this picture for you. They were well-to-do enough to have their own home in like sort of a housing development area. And the conversation that I had, I mean, I, mind you, I had my literature. I was walking around, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, so I'm running for state representative. Uh, they're like, oh, what, what uh, are you running as a Republican or a Democrat? I'm like, well... I'm running as a Democrat, but I have some, you know, values that are, you know, Eisenhower Republican, blah, 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 right? Basically a liberal trying to not use the word liberal or Democrat. Point being, I talk about, you know, some of the things like, you know, they're trying to get rid of, um, you know, the 19th Amendment, like Donald Trump actually said about repealing the 19th. And the two wives in this conversation said better the 19th than the second. That is, that is. They might not have known what it is. (laughs) No, I explained it to them. I explained it to them. You know, the nineteenth is the women's right to vote. She's like, I would rather not have the right to vote. Let men do it. Fucking god. Then give up my gun. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, people like that are just gonna blow their fucking heads off anyway. So you know, know, right? (laughs) This is the base. I'm talking. This is your average citizen. that's not your average citizen. I mean, it I'm is, Ohio. No, no, and it's not Ohio. It's the rural communities. Yeah. Because that is what they've been led to believe. And, and I know it's it's mind-boggling for you and probably many of the listeners to hear this, but I didn't grow up believing this or being taught this because my family, my mother's German, my father was Army Infantry. They got around. But everybody I grew up with, this is what they were raised to believe and to think and to feel because that's what their parents were raised and their parents and, their, and, and so on and so forth because it 
Part of it is economics, but part of it is also education. And with lack of both, you have ignorance. If all you ever know is what's around you, how could you know anything else? Yeah. And that's the problem. We have such a selfishness in our community structure that if it doesn't affect me, as long as I get mine, fuck everybody else. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so just in closing on this bill. But doesn't she get, like, if she lost the right to vote, she couldn't vote for, like, she couldn't go to vote against people trying to take away her gun? <laughs> right. Like, the, the logic is right. just... God. Yeah. Just, no. Yeah. Um, the other thing on this bill, it literally is an income redistribution bill. It's not a healthcare yeah. bill. It's an income redistribution redistribution bill from the poorest Americans to the richest fucks on the planet. It. Yep. Est- there's an estimate that tax cuts. It's going to be a tax cut in the neighborhood of nine hundred billion dollars for the top two percent. Billion with a B. Almost a trillion fucking dollars over 10 years for the top 2%. Sheldon Adelson, who's worth, I think, something like $40 billion, is going to see $44 million additional dollars from this fucking tax cut. Because he needed well, that fucking money. Hopefully he'll be dead by then. I hopefully hope that dead by is and, dead yeah, as we speak, as we're dead. recording. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> I'll feel so bad now. Well, actually, I won't feel bad. But I, no. I'll be so weirded out if he died while we were recording this. He's such a menace, though, you he know? Is. He's such a menace. Um, He's doing so much harm. But, I mean, it's just so crazy how anyone who's not a fucking rich prick could actually support this bill, which they're not. But I mean, how this... can a rich prick even support this bill? Well, like, they're rich by supporting this fuck. bill, rich you people are in this country are sociopaths. So. Rich people in this bill, in this country, are fucking sociopaths, I'm convinced. I mean, they... And they don't need Medicaid or Medicare, you yeah, know? They true. don't need it. But you know what? Neoliberals are fucking ju- almost as shitty when it comes to healthcare because they don't need they they you know they'll talk about preserving the Affordable Care Act because Obama fucking instituted it and he's their fucking demigod and their legacy his legacy yeah and fuck we, his legacy yeah fuck his fucking his legacy is fucking one of bullshit, bullshit failures bending over backwards and, and torturing folks and torturing some <laughs> folks you know <laughs> fuck him and his legacy but. I mean, yeah, that's all another, uh, you know. I think, I think we're back to the point of the podcast where we're using bad words as commas. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. uh, I'm worked up. We started talking up, about you know? Obama. Yeah, I know. The deal lives <laughs> make us feel crazy. Let me be clear. <laughs> um, Let me be clear. This affordable or American Healthcare Act is anything other than American healthcare. No, or it's, affordable. It's, it's absolutely inhumane and psychotic and... It's probably well, think about this. How many Republicans are going to end up dying because of this bill? So you know what? They might actually be helping the Democrats in the long run. <laughs> well, no, you but... know what? I would rather educate and try and reform our countrymen than watch them suffer and die of needlessly. Yeah, of, course, of course, yeah. I was just joking. Um, well, so... But at the same time, there are many people who aren't joking, and we kind of need to reach it. Yeah, the listening. Democratic establishment is not joking, and they really probably do fucking think that, because everything is a game to them. Which is why yeah. they fucking danced and sang after the House passed the bill because they thought it would be such a political victory for them. And they thought, oh, well, it'll never pass the Senate. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? It's going to pass the Senate with one more fucking swing vote. So are you happy you sang and danced now that the, the House bill passed? It's going to look real great when this bill passes and 23 million people lose their health care, you sick fucks. It, but you know what? It still is a political victory because while these asshats, and I'm... I, I, I janked out right it. there a little bit. I'm sorry. I, I get really. No, but these assets, both the Republicans and the Democrats, and I know that eventually, after my um, 
exploratory fundraiser is over and I'm an announced candidate, I will be running as a Democrat. But fuck if I will not run on the platform of people. Like, I swear to God, if these assholes come knocking on my door saying, you will stop uh, this platform, I'm... I, I swear to you, like, I will not bend. I will oh, not break. Oh, they're going break. to. They're going to. They're I will not smear falter you. and I will not fail. Screw them. Oh, fuck what them. are they going to do? I've already given up my military career. For I mean, for all intents and purposes, going back into active duty short of being special forces with my help is not likely. So, you know, I've already given up a lot. What else are they going to take from me? Like, I refuse to allow them to destroy the country that I swore to protect and serve. Like, fuck that. Yeah. And fuck them for trying to put me in that position. So, yeah, so I'm going to I want to move on topics, but I do just want to say it looks right now at least like the bill's not going to pass the Senate because four Republicans uh came out uh to block the saying they don't support the bill. So you would think like when you when you heard that it's like, "Oh, it's the moderates. It's like Susan Collins and people who say this is too devastating." No, it's the fucking crazy people in the party who don't think this who don't think this bill like hurts poor people enough it's like Rand paul who i actually like on some foreign policy issues and i might meet tomorrow but that's a whole nother uh, thing but um he him ted cruz uh and two other uh loonies in the party tea party guys don't think the bill goes far enough in and re- repealing uh obamacare they think this is obamacare light uh so they said that they publicly will not support it until changes are made so I mean, luckily, the beautiful thing about this bill, or about their efforts to repeal it, is that they, the two warring halves of the Republican Party are never going to agree on a bill. Because the people like Susan Collins and the more moderate Republicans, if they exist, um, can't back a bill so draconian that's going to throw 20 or 30 million people off of health care because they're going to lose their seats. Uh, and the like, the wingnuts of the party, the fucking Ted Cruz's, don't want to support anything that doesn't totally, you know, dismantle Medicaid and, and blow it up with a fucking nuclear, you know, weapon. So I don't ever see a situation where While they're both going to be happy. Government funded Viagra pills. Mind yeah, you. yeah, right. Um, so I don't ever see a situation where both sides are going to be happy with a bill, uh, which is kind of our saving grace right now to not seeing it get passed. But uh you know i don't want to take that risk because two of those people swing actually one of those people swing and it passes because they all they need are uh 50 votes and mike pence will pence, be the tie-breaking yeah. vote so and pence has already proven that he will be a party guy oh yeah of course he's he's, he's almost you know he's worse than trump in many ways so yeah i'm not not too fucking thrilled about this bill and I hope the Democrats plan on doing more. By the way, you know, the other thing the Democrats did, they they could have actually per- stopped, uh, boycotted and protested procedural uh, things to, to prevent this bill from ever getting a vote. Uh, but they didn't want to do it because they wanted bipartisan resolution on fucking Russia sanctions. You know that bill, the Russia sanctions that we talked about last week that Bernie voted against because he didn't want to jeopardize the Iran nuclear deal? That's why the fucking Democrats didn't fight this harder. So I hope you're fucking happy with your shitty fucking establishment Democrats who would rather talk about bullshit and Russia than actually fight this bill with everything they have and, you know, protest and and, and do procedural uh, blockage. So that's that's the fucking Democrats for you. So 
And you, know, like, you know what? Can they oh. prove that the Russians changed the electoral college? No, it's college just, oh my God. No, even, Chris Murphy. Chris Murphy even admitted, like, we got to stop talking about Russia. There's no fucking yeah. proof. There's no proof. There's nothing. It's a fucking... Anyway, well, Sam, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say two things, but I don't remember what the first thing was. The second thing I was going to say was Vladimir Putin himself said he doesn't give a fuck who the president is because Russia already knows how to deal with American politics. Because right. no matter what, whoever the leader is, whoever the president is, the actual bureaucracy of America doesn't change. No, and the you know what? industrial complex is still running things. I mean, But here's the most terrifying thing. If American politics doesn't change and we have a scary motherfucker like Putin in charge of Russia who doesn't fucking change, like, what did he just say about the United States? That we are not nearly as powerful and secure as we claim we are or as we right. think we are. Like, that to no. me is terrifying. Every two, years, every two years, Congress is up for re-election. People need to get that through their fucking skulls. Every two years, we can make the world question whether or not they should really, like, I don't know, do atrocious and heinous things. Because in the next two years, we might elect people that are be like, no, fuck that. We are so not going to support beheading people for being, like, what, not wearing certain clothes in public or not, you know, crimes against humanity and shit like that. Like, yeah. here's the thing about the United States of America. We are a social experiment that has simultaneously failed and succeeded in the most spectacular of ways. And right now we're on the failure part of the spectrum, but we have also uh, succeeded in astronomical ways. And sure. it's just finding that balance of where we continue to succeed or find our spectrum of success again before it comes crumbling down. Because right now, this social experiment is crumbling. Yeah, and we've, we failed at fighting off corporate elites and their endless money, and it's infected. It's, it's the rot at the center of American politics, and it's the rot at the center of the Democratic Party, which is not supposed to be the corporate party. It's supposed to be the worker party. And they still run on that worker party, you know, message, or they claim to be like the party for the people, but they're almost, in some ways, they're just as corrupt as the Republicans. So it's, we we have fundamentally failed um, as a nation in fighting off the, you know, the encroachment of corporate interests. Uh, but that doesn't mean we have to give up. That's why we're right. fighting. That's why you're running, so we can, you know, we need to win. We need to win seats. We need to fucking win. And clearly, what we need the to do. Is, is reverse this voter apathy by giving people something to fucking give a shit about. Yeah, like, but don't honest, just knock them off the, vo the voter rolls if enough people want to vote. You know, it's they're not gonna, like yeah, they're they're letting do, people vote. They're going to do underhanded bullshit like they always do. The fucking de the voter suppression from the Democrats is just as strong as the voter suppression from the Republican. It just takes place in different ways, and you'll never yep. hear that from anyone else. But they yep, fucking. But like Greg Palast. <laughs> yeah, well, people that nobody would let on to TV because they're speaking truth. But I mean, the Democrats, you know, the, 100,000 people in a very pro Bernie district in Brooklyn mysteriously get purged from the rolls. Um, yep. you know, New York State has closed primaries and you have to register six months in advance when you don't even know the candidate half the time. These are methods of voter suppression. Just as bad as, as the Republicans trying to institute voter ID laws, but nobody will ever talk about this. Um, yeah, if they want people to vote, why can't we vote on you know our days off? Why can't we like? There's so many things they could do to get people to vote. They early don't want us to vote. Early voting is not available in most. And states. they especially don't want young people to vote. Yep. 
The Democrats don't want it either because they don't want progressives. No, of course not. Oh, Christ. This, this party, I, I, I don't know. I know. Um, it's getting so depressing. Well, they so don't funny. want Jesus either. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, he said Christ. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. He actually cared about poor people. It's a Democrat. Oh, yeah. Party. I forgot. <laughs> Jesus is American and white. I, I totally I forget that all the time. Hey, <laughs> if you watch American Gods, there's like 15 different Jesuses, including a white one and an Arabic. <laughs> it's a great show and a great book. I, I don't know it. Um, I'm a total shill now for uh, Neil Gaiman stuff, but um, so I, I do want to move on to uh, an even more depressing subject. Of the uh, but it's the last thing we're going to cover for today, and it's really important because we've been talking a lot about policing and and we well we okay so we've been talking about the the rot at the center of the uh, Democratic Party and the center of Washington in general, but. Uh, there's a similar rod at the center of uh, policing in, in America. So I, I want to talk about the uh, Philando Castile vi uh, verdict and the videos that were just released after the verdict of the dash cam video and the video uh, of, of Philando, Cas Philando Castile's girlfriend in the backseat of the squad car because it's fucking yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm going to play the audio now from that and then we'll come back and talk about it. Well, sir. Good. How are you? Good. Uh, reason I put you over to your brake lights are out. So you only have one activated, active brake light, and that's going to be your passenger side one. Your third brake light, which is up here on top, and then this one back here, is going to be out. You have your license insurance? Sir, he was just getting his license registration, sir. 
Get the female passenger out. Ma'am, exit the car right now with your hands up. You see your hands. Exit now. Keep them up. Keep them up. Face Where's my daughter? You got my daughter? Face away from me and walk backwards. Walk backwards towards me. Keep walk walking. Backwards. Keep walking. You want to tell me who the rational one in that fucking clip is? This maniac fucking screaming at the top. Do you not hear this, the voice of the fucking cop? Yeah. He's clearly shaken. He's clearly distraught. He clearly has no business wielding a fucking weapon. That's a maniac. He's a fucking maniac. He, he has no... How did he I pass a background right now Because this fucking shit right there, yeah. I swear to fucking God, if it... Oh, all right, well, so, first of all, he put the other officer's life in risk because the other officer was in the line of fire. He put the woman in, in risk and he put the child in risk. The fucking even if he was afraid, I don't know, even if he was afraid of Philando Castile, say he was a real threat, all he would have done was accidentally hit innocent people too. Like, what a moron. Well, no. And the man was reaching for his fucking wallet in the process of saying, hey, by the way, as I'm reaching out of my pocket... I, I have, uh, you know, a concealed carry. Did and that's everything right. Literally every fucking thing yep. right. And still everything just got right. shot. He immediately, he goes, I have a thing. And he goes, don't reach for it. He goes, I'm not reaching for it. And he shoots him a fucking millisecond later. Like, it's unbelievable. Yep. So what, He didn't even wait to see a gun, you know? You know what? And, and here's the thing, too. This just proves, like, if you're black in this country, don't even, like, go out of your way. Don't to leave the bad. house. Don't leave the fucking like, yeah. house. No, don't drive. No, don't you can't. Drive. No, no, no. Because what just happened recently, the, the poor lady who was getting burglared, like, oh, broken yeah. into or whatever, yeah, she right. was pregnant and got gunned down immediately upon entry of the of the home. Yeah. Don't Black this people in this, country don't live in this country are literally not able to seek assistance from literally anybody. No, the police don't protect oh, them. God. It's so, clear. I mean, the, P, the listen, the police are just there to protect corporate interests, you know, rich no, 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 people, no. and politicians. That's yeah. it. I'm sorry. This. Like, this is... This right there is exactly what I've been fucking talking about with cops needing to go through the same use of force training, the, the same standards that the military goes through with handling a goddamn firearm. Because that shit right there, I get it. Nothing yeah, but that Sam, we the do. military was caught doing the same shit. They were caught glory killing and, and celebrating they their do. kills. And they and go canoeing. straight to Leavenworth. They go straight to no. the brig. Yes, they, no, they get plenty got killed. away with it. The plenty of them Chelsea got away Manning with it. exposed didn't go to fucking prison. I, I, you know, yep. I, I know what you're saying. They do need better training, but that's yeah. They do. Th there's there's almost no I'm accountability for, for I'm enforcement. This in this shit country. does not happen as to this degree yeah, as I, it does I, in the military. No, yeah, when it when it's just, the military, it doesn't happen to U.S. citizens. When it's the police, it happens to U.S. citizens. That's the difference. Although the police are turning into the fucking military. I mean, you look yep. at the cops. That's what I'm talking about. This shit cannot continue to continue to go downhill like this. And we do have processes that we have that show that it works. So, in place that we can implement against it. Because this motherfucker, A, doesn't need to have a gun, B, doesn't need to have a badge, He's in and three, jail. doesn't He's need a to fucking have... murderer. He needs to be in jail. And yes. why couldn't he have tased him? Why did he have, or pepper spray him? Why did he have to go, like, if he pepper sprayed him, he couldn't shoot, you know? Exactly. Yeah, they just don't train these people right. They, they really don't. By the that, way, I mean, got, a, got fucking acquitted last week. You know, I know. Jury of his, pe of, of, you know, Philando's peers, no. It's fucking ten white people two black people on the entire jury and um apparently there were a lot of pro-gun people on the jury i don't know how they do jury selection but it's no, fucking obviously no, rigged it's, it's obviously fucking so rigged, rigged. They, no they do like you can actually choose who you want to be on your jury yeah I like, know, can you fucking believe that it's just oh my god so 
Um, I, I just want to give you this. Uh, oh, by the way, so it came out. What happened was. Like, that makes me fucking. So he probably. Lip. I don't know about you guys. I keep well, my. They weren't allowed to show those videos. You know that? In court, they were not allowed to show those That's videos. Fucking unbelievable. So and guess what? Now there's double jeopardy. Now now that this is on the fucking internet, those, te those 10 or 12 jurors are probably watching this like, oh shit, yeah, we fucked up. Probably not. Probably not because they probably, they probably picked off. right wing, you know, lunatics who think the cops can do whatever the fuck they want. They can fucking kill people for fun if they want because they're wearing a badge. It's okay, you know, because they're wearing the fucking badge and chosen white, like Rage Against the Machine says. Um, but so what happened was, and it, this came out during the trial, he gave first he gave the cop his uh, insurance card because, like, I don't know about yeah. you guys, I keep it in my glove box so it's easier to access maybe than your wallet, which might be like you know under your ass, like in your wallet. So he gave him that, and then and then the cop said, okay, let me see some ID. And that's when he said, okay, sir, I just want to inform you that I have a registered firearm. And I guess at that moment, he was already reaching for his ID because the cop asked him for his fucking ID. And the guy goes, don't reach for it. And he says, I'm not going to reach for it. And he shot him a, a second later. So literally, there's nothing he could have done more right, Flano Castile. And he still got fucking shot. Yep. With his fucking four-year-old daughter in the backseat. So... Uh, but but in, th this is what the cop's fucking excuse was that won this fucking case, that won him in an acquittal. Um, former officer Euronimo Yanez told investigators a day after the fatal July 6th shooting that he was, quote, hit with an odor of burning marijuana after he pulled over Castile, his girlfriend and then four-year-old daughter. Bullshit. Excuse me. And uh, alleged, uh, an alleged smell he used in justifying why he put seven bullets in the St. Paul man. I thought I was going to die. And I thought if he's, if he has the, the guts and the audacity to smoke marijuana in front of his five-year-old girl and risk her lungs and risk her life by giving her secondhand smoke, uh, and the front seat passenger doing the same thing, then what, uh, what care does he give about me? You know, you know, as told the Bureau of criminal apprehension, first of all, this is fucking garbage. You know, I mean, Show the light. Ugh, this motherfucker, I, yeah, Sorry. yeah, because 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 fucking because because marijuana makes people fucking rage monsters, right? That's that's what marijuana does. First of all, we if don't he's even... so worried about the child, why was he shooting in her direction? Yeah, the really. other cops seemed to be a little bit calmer and smarter, and immediately went for the child. He was worried what for the child. He was worried for the child's life because the dad was smoking marijuana. But you weren't worrying for the child's life when so you were blind daddy, firing into right? a fucking car. Yeah, like, what is... Oh murder her daddy so that nobody can financially support her. You know, oh. she only has her mom to financially like, support just, her. That I, makes sense. I can't. I, I, this motherfucker. It's, it's clearly a bullshit. We don't even know that that's true. There was no talk screen. It's no, clearly bullshit. We don't know it's true. It's probably it's, a fucking lie. It's probably a lie. Like, when they plan evidence shit. all the fucking time to... So, you know, when people say, oh, it's a couple bad apples, no, it's a fundamental fucking rot at the core yeah. of the apple that is policing because of the way they're trained and the type of people that it attracts and the way that they're recruited. And, you know, there yeah. was that, that big report a couple of years ago um, from the, uh, the, the agency that works to, to fight uh, national terror groups, um, violent, countering violent extremist groups, that the... The, uh, the cops in this country have been systematically infiltrated by white supremacist groups, by the KKK. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, it's rampant throughout the, I mean. I imagine they don't have very high IQs, you know, guys in the KKK. I would just, I would just guess that that correlates. 
your your white supremacist and your IQ's not that high. Well, when you look at white supremacists, they're not a great example of the white race. They're always like the the, the maybe the you know the most slack jawed, grossest fucking losers that you've ever seen in your entire life. I mean, to, for them to think that they're superior to anybody is maybe the funniest joke I've ever heard in my life. But yeah, half of them are probably inbred too. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and my voice is fucking hoarse from screaming about this, but. I, it's, it's just, so upsetting. It's so upsetting and so infuriating, and it just happens time and time again in this country. And I, I just want to know when is somebody going to stand up and say enough is fucking enough with this with cops? What I is mean, wrong it's... with this jury, though, man? Because oh. think about it. I mean, they couldn't even demonize this guy. Even the right wing media could not demonize this guy, and they still fucking thought he deserved oh, to die. Speaking of which, fucking NRA, where the fuck were you? This guy was a licensed yeah. firearm holder getting shot in his fucking car. Um. Didn't hear a peep from you guys. Hmm. Wonder why. I, I thought you guys. That was Trevor support. Noah's point. Yeah. <laughs> One thing he gets right, Trevor Noah. Yeah. Um I, I can't. Uh, yeah. So hmm, maybe maybe you guys don't care about gun owners. You just care about uh, rich white, you know, Southerners who are going to support you and your shitty fucking organization. Because if you cared about gun owners, you would defend this guy's right to carry a fucking good, uh, a licensed firearm that he got killed for. So I, where are you on this one? Not a peep. Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. Um, it's so ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. I, I, and I just want to play the audio now from one more uh, piece of video. It was from uh, Philando Castile's girlfriend um, who, you know, was put into the back of the squad car. Uh, Diamond Reynolds, her name is. And, um, and it, their baby. It, and their and their kid. And it's just fucking heartbreaking. I mean, yeah. I, this, this kid is I, I just... So I'm going to play the audio from that. We'll come back and talk about it. Um, this cop ruined her life. Ruined She's her so life. young. And, and he ha- she had her life ruined already. Um, so, you, Adrian, you don't have to watch it. You said you watched it already. Yeah, right? no, I'm Sam, not watch, 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 watch the video I, I linked you, okay? Honestly, if I watch this video, I, I, I might very well purposely get a speeding ticket to punch the fucking cop who pulls me over. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Just, watch, watch the and video. guess what? You won't get shot. You're right, I won't get shot. I will fucking take that person's gun and fucking pistol whip him for the shit they pulled against our fucking countrymen. Like, I just shared that video on my verified page because that is unacceptable. That that is literally, like, fine. You know what? They want to do all that shit in Dapple, whatever. Fine. It's an oil company. They're acting like assholes. At least I understand corporations. At least I understand that they were bought. But that is evil and stupid. Yeah. And um, that person should have never made it through the fucking academy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, Sam, so just watch this video and we'll come back and talk about it. I, I'm really not sure I would be in a mental state to watch well, this Well, you know, video. Sam, when the, when the cops are sending people, they're not sending their best people. They're rapists, they're murderers, murderers <laughs> some I assume are good people. <laughs> Um, this, this, it, it's not as infuriating. It's just a lot sadder, but we, but you should watch it cause it's, it's amazing how, how amazing this kid is.
drop? No, please don't. I don't want you to get shooted. Yeah, you're going to grab something real quick. Mom, Daddy, they're not going to shoot me, okay? I'm already in handcuffs. the little girl tells her mom like i wish we lived somewhere safer meaning the referring to the cops and um you know tells her she'll try to did they fucking arrest the woman yes yes she's in handcuffs after they murdered her husband this 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 fucking it's just so infuriating and heartbreaking and this girl she says mommy i don't want you to get shooted uh you know yeah stop because the mother's like, how can I get out of these? She's, mother's like in shock. She just fucking she's saw her the fuck out. boyfriend yeah. get fucking killed in front of her. And she's like, I got to get out of, of these handcuffs. And the daughter's like, no, 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 mommy, stay in the handcuffs. It's the only way that you'll be safe. I don't want to see you get shooted. I mean, oh. a, a, this kid is, I mean, how sad is it that that kid knows that at four years old in this country? Yeah. Well, she it, just saw her dad get shooted. Yeah. So, shot. Uh-uh. Whatever. But she probably just knows that because they have to teach their kids that. Because it's yeah. just so... She, she says, I don't feel safe in this community. This kid's four fucking years old. I mean, no. it's just, it's it's heartbreaking, but. Oh, thank goodness uh. I live in New York. It's my daughter's mixed race. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what she, my husband's adopted, so I don't know what's in his genes. I don't really know what she's going to look like. Yeah. We well, don't I know mean, what he's. New York's, like, New York's not even that fucking great. I mean, you know, we, we had the stop and frisk bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just because New York is is like a fucking magnet for neoliberal Democrats who love to cave into right wing and support right wing policies and support fucking organizations like the IDC, the IDC to prevent yep. the fucking Democrats from even having a majority in the state house. I and we did have Eric Gardner. Oh God, yeah, just we we, we attracted that happened most... in Staten Island, which is right over the bridge from where I live. I live right by Staten Island. Yeah, in Brooklyn. And, uh, what's his face? Uh, Cuomo and Cuomo's like talking to the goddamn medics. Dude's fucking clearly goddamn dead, killed over in his fucking driver's seat. Yeah. Because he had to shoot him seven times. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's it really unbelievable. is. It's I just... swear to God, I just, I honestly do want to join the police force. They could do their six months of training so that I can be on a on a side, a, a ride along, and fucking pistol with the first cop who does this bullshit. I. S- that's like the only way to protect people, apparently. We desperately need non-racist people on the force. We desperately we, need we that. We need a total overhaul of the entire, you know, justice system. And I know. Hold on, not... hold on, hold on. Hold on. <sighs> it's so fucking depressing. It really is. <laughs> now fuck this. Fuck all of this. 
But, but I mean, it uh, happens to white people too. They kill a lot of people on accident. No, Did you guys it, hear about the writer from Tosh.0 who got murdered? No, what happened? Yeah, he was a white guy. Um, in Los Angeles, his, one of his neighbors like took mixed the wrong drugs or whatever and was kind of going crazy. So he came around, he came to his like, you know, um, they were in an apartment complex and he came around to his neighbor's apartment and he like started wielding a gun and going a little crazy. So they called the cops. I mean, not a gun, a knife, I'm sorry. They called the cops. And the writer from Tosh.0, who was the victim in the scenario, who called the police, oh my God. came running towards the police with no weapon in his hand, and they just shot the shit out of him and they're, murdered him. They're right, just right fucking the hapless fucking maniacs with, with weapons. It's unbelievable. Because they just want to get home at the end of the night. I wish I could say that to my bosses. That's what my job is, to get home at the end of the night. Really? That's your job? Yeah. To get home? And, and they'll always cite, oh, well, it's a dangerous job. Yeah. Which you fucking yeah, signed up for. Do then don't yeah, do it don't if you can't fucking it. handle it. Why, how come nurses aren't murdering people and their job is actually, you know, that it's legally, it's actually more, not legally, it's more, uh, less safe, um, statistically. statistically. There we go. That's there's the several other jobs. Yeah. They're less safe than police, but they don't uh, fucking murder people. Yeah. It's in uh, construction. I know. And the fire department doesn't murder people. Yeah. But the fire department isn't given a free pass to fucking murder people, unfortunately. Well, they don't have guns, first of yeah, all. Yeah, I know. And second of all, honestly, I, I'm really considering, like, if I get an emergency situation, I might call the fire department, not the cops. I wouldn't call the fucking cops. I mean, I probably would, because if white, I'll be call, fine. No. But If I can avoid it, like, even even if I get rear-ended and it's a fender bender and it's, like, not much of it, I don't call cops. Fuck that. All no, they ever do that. is exacerbate situations. Yeah, they'll charge one of you or they'll make a... Th- it, it's just never worth it. And it's, they are literally not... Like, th- this statement... I I I am disgusted by the fact that anytime I see a cot, I'm filled with anxiety and apprehension sure, instead of relief. And yeah. you know what? And, and this is and this is a white guy saying it. You know what? I can't even begin to imagine what it's like to be black in this country. Where literally anytime you see a badge could literally be the last time you see a badge. Yeah. And you know the last thing you regardless of your age or upbringing or or wealth or social status, like literally if you are black, you are however many times more likely to be murdered by the very people that are supposed to protect you. For for anyone who listens to this and says, oh, you guys are just cop haters and you blah, 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 and blue lives matter, and, all, and this is just a few bad apples. No, Yeah, sure, they're good cops. They're good fucking everything. And every that doesn't mean that the system isn't fundamentally fucking broken. They're good politicians. That doesn't mean Washington isn't a fucking cesspool of corrupt motherfuckers who would just as soon kill you for a fucking campaign donation. That the, That's yeah. not the point. The fucking point is that the, the, the system of policing in this country is corrupt to its core. It's fucking littered with fucking Klansmen and white supremacists and Nazis like Mark Furman from fucking OJ, the OJ case. Remember him? He kept fucking Nazi paraphernalia in his house. It's one of the reasons OJ got uh, off. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I mean, if you guys even you know watched um, uh, People versus OJ Simpson or just followed my that. My friend won an Emmy for it. Really? Oh wow. Were, were yeah. They, were they in the series or were they right on it or were they? He was. He worked on the crew. I have to look it up. Uh, I it was fucking you. great. It was a great series. But I remember from the you know from when I was really young watching parts of the case and. Uh, that was the only reason OJ got off, which he totally shouldn't have, because he totally fucking did that shit. Um, but uh, oh yeah, because Mark Furman was the the cop, the arresting officer was was a fucking Nazi. He literally kept like Nazi paraphernalia in his house and said things like he liked to kill and I'm not gonna say it, but kill n words and 
Like he he, wow. he he was a he was like horrible, like super out in the open horrible. Look him up. He's fucking horrible. But that's that's not just a lone guy. They are systematic. I mean, look at the fucking Rodney King beatings. I mean, there it's just systematic corruption and and rot at the center of 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 policing. And if we don't create fundamental reform and actual fucking accountability and retraining and and rooting out these people, we're just gonna see shit happen like this time and time again. And it's not going to matter who's president, and it's not going to be like, oh, well, Hillary is against it, like fucking idiot Bill Maher said, you're trying to justify his bullshit agenda. It doesn't matter, because it's the fucking system that's corrupt, and if we don't do things about it besides platitudes, if we don't actually fucking hold these offices accountable, it's just, it's just going to keep happening, so... You know what, this is even more reason why we need to have people running for office, and I mean people, I don't mean... The John Offices of the world. I mean, literally, if you're fucking not listening to this, not term, not <laughs> not cyborg well, like Ossoff. I don't give a shit what the fuck his name is. No, no, I'm not saying not, not cyborg. He's like he was a cyborg. He's not a person. So yes, we need actual human beings, not androids and cyborgs. And the point is, if you're listening to this, you're you're hearing the words of someone who stepped up onto the stage of the highest levels of the DNC executive leadership and told them to their fucking faces what they needed to do to get their heads out of their ass. If I can do such a thing, then you most certainly can run for office, you most certainly can be successful, and you most certainly can win. And if you don't, we continue to suffer. We need people like you to step up. That's the point. That is the whole point of all of this. That the whole point of my run for the DNC chair would have been nice to win, but the point was to show that people can make a difference, that they can step up, that the methods and the parameters to get elected, to get on the ballots, are not insurmountable, that the issues are more of perception and personal wealth. But if you can organize, and if you can get people to support you, you can achieve anything. And the one of the few things that in this world, in our country, we must achieve, it is true freedom and safety for our fucking countrymen. That little girl is going to grow up without a father because of the failures of us not staying ingrained with our political happenings. Because of us becoming complacent in our voting rights and our civic duties, we've allowed this kind of corruption to grow, to build, and to permeate. We have to right the mistakes of our past. That is the bottom line of why we're doing this podcast, why our voice even exists and why I even want to run in the first place. There is a problem that needs fixing, and those assholes in Washington aren't going to do it. Those creatures that are committing these crimes aren't going to change on their own. We have to make them, and we have to show that we are the checks to the balance of government. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'll so say... he was the director of photography and uh, director of Inside people versus oj simpson so i think he did a piece on that piece okay, or something cool. i don't know awesome. but he won an emmy for it that's awesome um, yeah yeah and you know to what sam was saying not to give too much away but we're working right now on a very concrete method of uh actually reforming policing <clears throat> in communities not platitudes not saying we want the you know the people to reflect the communities that they live in not bullshit that people say just to ignore the problem and let it continue festering. 
we're working with people who are actually trying to uh, create a fundamental structure that fixes the problem and addresses the problem and, and creates accountability and uh, actual oversight. So, you know, we'll, there'll be more on that later. I just want to tell you, we, we, we understand that this is a real issue and we're not just paying lip service to it. We really fucking believe in this. Oh, no, no, no. We, we absolutely are addressing. This is actually going to be one of the core platform issues, not just because it makes sense for my district, but clearly, clearly it is needed for the country. It's, it's desperately needed. So, um, yeah, this this was a horribly depressing episode. But, um, it probably infuriating at that. Infuriating, depressing, but we live in an infuriating and depressing country right now you want to hear bullshit go listen to pod save america like we're not here to hold your hand and our majority you... report <laughs> yeah like you know like we're not here to make you i mean we, we, we try to make you laugh when we can but uh there's really horrible shit going on in the world and we you know we yeah. all got to be aware of it because the reason it's gotten as bad as it has is because of apathy i mean we, we you know we need to focus on all these things that we've neglected for decades and allowed uh, you know, corrupt interests and moneyed interests to take over and to corrupt and to, you know, systemically rot, basically. So I, it's just uh, not every episode is going to be this depressing. But uh, as I said, we live in a very depressing country right now. And unless we enact real positive progressive change and really lead with our values and not just say lead with our values... But actually, but actually our values. well, Anthony, we got to get some values. Like our country needs the people need to have a moral center instead of fake morals. Like oh, I'm against abortion. You know, I'm so pro life. I I want mothers to not be able to afford to have children. Even though I don't support, you know, yeah, support them getting universal health care. I just want to yeah, say that. What's moral about that? There's that's that lacks all credibility. Yeah, Sorry, but it does. No, it absolutely does. Yeah. I agree. That's why. Yeah, there's always yeah. So. So, uh, in closing, uh, you know, please remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, uh, you just, you know, it helps us uh, leave a review also. Uh, it helps us get uh, heard more so we can make more podcasts. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter, on Twitter at A. Monterulo. You can follow Sam at Ronin for Progress. You can follow Adrian at Sanders Still. Uh, Check out Sam's page because we got a lot of stuff happening in the coming weeks and uh, we definitely need your help. So uh, we, we need volunteers. We need people to help out with our voice. So, you know, go to ourvoiceinitiative.org and we will catch you next week on the Our Voice Podcast.